at this point, Corona should be worried about what's in my body. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. All right, everybody. Welcome to Women Can't Parlay. Welcome. I am Jess. I'm Rainy. We did not forget that this time. Nope. <laughs> the first thing on my notes. <laughs> Guys, I don't know who needs to hear this, but Christmas is in 10 days. Well, nine days. It's in nine days. Yeah. Um, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be more like five days. So get your yeah. shit together. Yeah. Those who can't do teach or preach, I guess, because I, for one, do not have any of my shit together. Absolutely. Things I'm not prepared for. That. Yeah. Yeah, number one, Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Not oh. even, oh, which reminds me, random topic change already. Sure. Uh, not topic change, but what's your favorite Christmas song? Okay, yikes. So I don't discriminate, right? Like I can go hardcore like Trans-Siberian Orchestra type shit. Right. But obviously I'm never going to leave out the Mariah Carey Ultimate. But I'm a fan of like Wham! Last Christmas. Yeah, that's a good one. A yeah. Good one. So shit, if I have to pick, I'd pick that Wham! Or like Elvis Blue Christmas. Okay. I just didn't realize how difficult of a question that was. I listened to this. Um, I mean, I guess it's a. It's not. I, I watch it on YouTube. I guess you could call it a podcast. It's really more like a radio show and they do snake drafts and it's like the greatest thing ever. I love it. So the last week it was Christmas songs and That's they sick. all freaked out when the number one pick wasn't Mariah. And it just got me thinking like, what is my favorite Christmas song? And I was like, this is really freaking hard because you've got the classics and then you have like the poppy ones like in sync. Like that's, oh, I don't know that I can say that's not my number one, right? I, I can't believe I didn't say that and like exactly a- that's what I figured you were gonna say um, no I'm apologizing to myself I apologize <laughs> and to all of NSYNC and to all of their fans literally yeah. yeah I forgot the most important song in my entire life it's not even my favorite Christmas song it makes like my top five favorite songs <laughs> it's so good it's so good but yeah and then I didn't oh, realize yeah. that like under the tree banger was Kelly oh. Clarkson oh, I had oh. no idea that was her shit we're gonna have to just do different charts like there's gonna have to be a pop chart yeah there's gonna be like categories or yeah, something because that got Gaga one too is yes like, that is probably my number two but then I'm like I can't fill my whole like top five with poppy songs like I've got to get the classics in there yeah like no, the well, Home Alone soundtrack is like so good yeah. yeah well the, no. all the songs from that so anyway just became this like very interesting thing that I've asked a bunch of people yeah. and I think it's funny to like see what people say and it's yeah. a lot harder than I like would have thought no it's very hard and it's still hard now and I, I will not stop thinking about that until I come up with a hard list for you yeah, I'm gonna have to put pen to paper on that one and uh, maybe we'll just have our own snake draft yeah, one day. I would fucking love that. <laughs> There's a Vince Vance and the Valiants <gasps> yes. song yes. and it's got the same title but it's not the same song but it's a good one. Oh, it it's is so awesome. good. It's probably in my top five. Same. And also songs of all time. Oh, love Vince Vance. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean German Fest. Come on. Yeah, always. Shout wow. out. Wow. Yeah, shout out guys. Uh, this is a plug for German Fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone go to German Fest or don't go to German Fest is really not going to get it unless you're from our hometown. Well, that was fun. Yeah, welcome guys. <laughs> I meant to hope say- you're having a wonderful day and no, you're not confused. This is Women Can't Parlay and we just had a huge tangent. So sorry, yeah. it's going to happen. And we have forewarned you. 
So one of our regular segments, the penalty box, we're going to go ahead and give ourselves a little bit of a Christmas gift today. And we're not having one. So maybe that's a gift to you. I don't know if you've got anything to call us out for at Women Camp Parlay on Twitter or Instagram, or just send me a text if you know me personally. Yeah, because at this point, we don't have one. So that is our Christmas present. Yeah, I mean, we didn't fuck up super bad enough. Nobody told us enough things that we did wrong. So we're good. Yeah, although it's typically me that's sitting there, but (laughs) (laughs) no, this is a no penalty game. So we're moving on. Yeah, we're going to jump right on into college. First up is Western Michigan University versus Ball State. Maction. 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 I love that. Yes. Yes. Mac attack. So wild finish here, which honestly, there's kind of like two wild finishes here. So after 17 unanswered points in the fourth, Ball State's freshman kicker, who had actually missed two extra points earlier in the game, gave them the lead with just 29 seconds left. And this was after Western Michigan's kicker missed a field goal. So that was that, which was already fairly fucking crazy. And then to add to it, Western Michigan would just kind of, you know, that one final play in the game. Instead of attempting a Hail Mary, they decided to attempt the whole lateral pass situation, however you want to call that. And after 14, 14 is what I counted, 14 lateral passes on the 15th pass, the ball hit the ground and a Ball State guy covered it, but then like quickly lost it and the ref never blew the play dead. And at this point, Western Michigan player picks up the ball, gets it to the end zone after having to finagle his way through basically all of Ball State's entire bench because they had rushed the field because they thought they had won. Yeah, well, yeah. So then when WMU's player gets into the end zone, the entire Western Michigan like bench rushed the field. Yeah. So it's this huge confusion, huge chaos. Yeah, like it was wild. So nobody knows what's happening. Nobody knows who won. Ultimately, the refs had decided that there were offsetting penalties in the final play. On the Ball State side, obviously, there was unsportsmanlike conduct for them all rushing the field too soon. And then on the W on the WMU side, they said there was an illegal Pass, forward, forward pass and so offsetting penalties that touchdown was called back and ball state ends up winning 30 to 27 yeah so wild. no it's so wild and i i love your explanation and I'm really, i don't but <laughs> well, i'm really i'm really quick gonna tell you what mine my recap was <laughs> it was um so the commentators during that technical call like a fumble ruski if you will but <laughs> the annexation of puerto rico little giants don't there even you go. So they called that in during the game, and I was fucking cracking up again because I was like, "Little freaking giants, man!" Great. Yeah, if you haven't watched that, go fuck yourself. Yeah, which another tangent. There is a new Mighty Ducks coming out on Disney Plus, and I mean, I guess thinking back on like the original three like Mighty Duck movies, I guess there is some of that element, but the new one has like real little giants vibes. Yeah, this kid tries out for the hockey team and he doesn't make it and his mom is like we're gonna start our own team and I was like this is like so awesome it's gonna be on Disney plus um I don't know when I, I didn't look that far but I'm super pumped for it oh my god yeah I'm pumped so I haven't watched the the full uh, little like preview yet but I definitely 
well it's on my list because obviously pumped yeah, it's on my twitter i shared it <laughs> no i know i liked it but i died when he called it the annexation of puerto rico and then they kept going and my my sum summation was um oh they finally fumbled and ball state <laughs> recovered by ball state psych then wmu scored psych then oh everybody rushed the field but there are offsetting penalties and i actually i'm probably incorrect here but well i guess it doesn't matter but there are offsetting penalties like you said i originally thought there were offsetting penalties because both teams rushed the field but i guess they just gave it to the first team that rushed the field and then the other penalty was the forward pass but it's interesting because the western michigan coach was like in the huddle they were about to call play because he was like oh ncaa rules state like whenever play like that ha or when there's a or i guess it would have been defensive um yeah usually it can't end on a defensive penalty right but because they're offsetting penalties there's no rules within the in the ncaa why can't i am i trying to say that's w how i was last week i couldn't talk like yeah. it was terrible it is terrible sunny um but anyway it was just crazy because he was like in the huddle telling the guys like okay this is what we're gonna do blah 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 and then all of a sudden the refs called the game and like left the field so he was kind of like i didn't get an explanation for anything i think for a while he still kind of felt like they got robbed and should have got another thing um, i think it's um like i don't think necessarily offsetting penalties is the reason that the game ended i think there are certain offsetting penalties where a defensive penalty involvement would have caused them to get the untimed down right. however like, because it was a dead ball penalty i think in the in the rule book that it does not grant the untimed down so i do think the refs got it right according to what i understand no it makes sense to me they did, had an excellent effort on the annexation of Puerto Rico. It was crazy to see. Like, I can't believe they got through that many lateral passes. And honestly, would have to go back and watch. But I couldn't tell where there was an illegal forward pass. I, well, there was one that was questionable. But where he ultimately caught it, I felt like was a lateral. So I didn't know what they were talking about when they... Yeah. I don't know if that was just like, we're ending this game. We're making this shit up. I don't know. Yeah. Ball State is now headed to the MAC championship this Friday against Buffalo. So yeah. congrats, Ball State. Good luck. Yeah. I like MACTION. I think that conference has a lot of exciting, fun games. A lot of wild things can happen. It's, I'd say, more difficult to bet on those games, but can also be a lot of fun too at the same time. But yeah. Anyway, moving cool. right along. Next up, we'll discuss Tennessee Vanderbilt, which. I don't really have a whole lot to discuss on the game itself. This is actually a rivalry game, which unfortunately there is no like fun name for this rivalry, which Whoa. is stupid. There should always be a name. Oh, maybe we should like try to think of a name for the, yeah. Like what should we call it? I should have thought of this before now. Me too. But they're like, like, is there a good like Tennessee? Cause they're both in Tennessee. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Vanderbilt's in Nashville. Or maybe we do, we do like the whole what they do with couples names. Well, that's what I was. I Vanderbilt. literally. Oh, like, oh no, Vanacy. Vanacy would be cool. Oh, it sounds like fantasy. No, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Vanacy. Yeah, Vanacy. I know. I literally, I went with Tandy first because I have Vandy written. I don't even have Oh, yeah. Yeah, Vanacy. Okay. Well, we just named that check. Took care of that. But yeah, so the big news of this game is obviously we've talked about Sarah 
Fuller in the past, but she now officially has become the first female to score in a Power 5 game. Very awesome. For this specific game, I feel like Tennessee just like showed the fuck up offensively, defensively, like, but yeah, very cool to see a game where a female gets to kick and freaking does well and scores because all of her haters were like, well, she didn't even do anything, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, now she did. So where are you at? Yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't heard a lot of chirping, but I'm sure still haters. Yeah. But to me, I'm just like watching the whole team and like listening to the commentators. They're like, yeah, like she's part of this football team. They're very much like proud of her and welcoming for her. And it's so cool to see. And all I can think about when watching her is like, man, I know that Jess and I on the reg have so much like anxiety and pressure having a fucking sports podcast and talking about sports thinking, God, like we're already girls. So people aren't going to want to listen to us or they're going to think we don't know what we're talking about or blah, blah, blah. And here's Sarah Fuller, like, fuck it. I'm going to just put pads on and go out there and kick a couple field goals, extra points and just tell them to go, you know, whatever themselves. So anyway, I always am curious as to like what goes through her mind and her interviews are always so good and she's put together, but I would be, and maybe at that age, I wasn't a basket case. It's hard to think. Uh, I was and still am. Me too. Same. So anyway, I think it's very cool. And, you know, I kind of look up to her where I'm like, yeah, fuck the haters. Like I'm doing what I want to do and that's what's important. And she's also helping, obviously they didn't win, but helping putting points on the board. Yeah, for sure. She's bringing in awareness too. And I want to say I read, I wish I would have wrote this down. I did not. There is some, I think like corporate sponsor, large corporate or maybe even not corporate sponsor, but like some collegiate um, organization that is going to sponsor putting some collegiate women's football teams together. So I hope that this really is like kind of like carving that path and, you know, we'll see how that goes. I mean, that could be you know, really interesting and, you know, we always want to support women in sports and, you know, women's sports organizations. So I hope that's for real. We'll see what happens. Kudos to Sarah. I mean, I'm, I know this, um, I believe Vandy's last game is canceled now. So that will, that was like, you know, I think we've ended her time now as a football player from what I understand, but I'm sure we will hear more from her in the years to come. One thing I forgot to mention that I thought was like the best part, which is another reason to explain how badass she is. But I love the clip of her coming off the field and taking a whiff of the smelling salts. (laughs) I was like, damn, like she's such a badass. Yeah, (laughs) totally. (laughs) Love that. Thought that was hilarious. Fucking awesome. So anyway, moving on to what could maybe be a crazier game than the one we talked about earlier, which is LSU versus the Florida Gators. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Like (laughs) this game couldn't have crazier things happening. The fog and like the weather and all of that, like it was so intense and it just made this whole bizarre scene that we're about to talk about that much better. Yeah. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah. I kept I don't wear glasses, but I kept like rubbing my eyes going like, like, this oh, is- something's fogging up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, oh my God, this shit's so bad, but that was just the weather. So it was so crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. So the shoe, I mean, who throws a shoe? Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. This play has the entire world quoting Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Yes. One, well, honestly, at that point in the game, like I, I go back and forth on this because 
I understand. I was not, listen, I'm going to talk about how I was an athlete a lot in this podcast, but like everybody that knows me knows, you know, and I've said it before, I'm a division three women's basketball player. No shame. I did it. However, I'm not at this I'm level. I'm trying to pretend it was something that it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't come at me. I get that there are different levels of the shit, but my point is I get being caught up in the moment and like making a good play and being like, fuck yeah, fuck you. Like I did this shit. And then all of a sudden you have a shoe in your hand and you chunk it. That's not me. I've never been that. I'm more like speak under my breath very rudely or like maybe pinch your side when nobody can see me kind of thing. But like that wasn't ever my MO. So I get why he was caught up in the emotions right. of it all, but also like, come on, man. Yeah. And I say that because he was actually on the segment. Come on, man. So ESPN. was he? I didn't know that. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, like you said, it's one of those things where there's a lot of people being like, who knew that was a penalty? And I'm like, yeah, maybe I didn't know that was a penalty, but I knew that was a penalty. You can't, why would you think it would be? Yeah. Why would you think that that's okay? It's the difference between asking for permission or asking for forgiveness. And he asked for forgiveness and he fucking did it. But um, you should know if, th- if that question's in your mind, like it's probably yeah. wrong, especially these days. Like well, anything. Exactly. exactly. It's just, why would you take that risk? Again, he was caught in the moment. I get it. The adrenaline's built up and then yeah. you just do it totally. and you don't think twice about it. But like, let's think twice about touching any other player's equipment. Anything. I know it's a shoe, <laughs> but it's still like, what if you took his helmet off and threw it? Like, it's the same yeah. thing. Like that's how they're going to rationalize it. So don't do it. Yeah. Let's just don't throw other people's shit. How about that? (laughs) Because, you know, not only does that one play basically, you know, cost you the game, but it's now more than likely cost you a college football playoff. Yeah, I feel like it's more that. I I feel like there's a lot of other things happening in that game that, like, I don't think that specific play defined anything. Exactly. I do think people are chalking, like, the win and loss up to that. But, I mean, they were tied. It was a a game, like, and who knows, like, if he didn't do that. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't know that they would have necessarily come back and scored and won the game either. Like, most likely, but it's not 100%. Yeah, we'll never know. Yeah, I thought another notable thing here was that LSU's kicker like nailed that what 56, 57 yard field goal and is just getting absolutely like no love or headlines about it because everyone's talking about this fucking shoe situation. And that's a feat. Like that's a that's a hard field goal with, to make in NFL, much less and college. With, and with 23 seconds left on the fucking clock. Right. Like essentially was the game winning field goal. Yeah, so, no, it was. So yeah, right. A big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. So no one's really talking about this like huge field goal that this kid made because they're all talking about the fucking shoe. I know it's so it's ridiculous, but well, and I guess it doesn't matter with Florida and LSU. I mean, they're both pretty well known in the press type team. So I was gonna say, like, it goes to show you that they talk about whatever and it's like <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, the shoe was definitely some drama but yeah no it's crazy the gators no. are going to be playing in the sec championship this saturday against alabama who's obviously ranked number one which florida's coach did have a few comments about that when he was asked about the game he said something along the lines of i guess we should have played less games this season because it seems you are rewarded for not playing games this year in college football so that was obviously a dig at ohio state and everything going on with that which you know i think there's quite a few teams and just fans and people who are on that same mindset which again i've said before in our podcast like i'm not not in that mindset either like I do think specifically Ohio State you know at this point you know they're ranked fourth and they've played five games 
Um, so yeah, like I said, Alabama and Florida are going to face off in the SEC championship this Saturday. This Saturday, we also have Notre Dame Clemson for the ACC championship. I already mentioned the Maction championship Friday, which there's also the Big Ten championship on Saturday, which is featuring oh. Ohio State and Northwestern. We had a big discussion about that last week. The yeah, center ended up lifting the restriction, I guess you could say, on the six-game minimum. So Ohio State is in. I think, like I said earlier, Florida has most likely, I guess, lost any chance of getting to the college football playoff, but we'll see how that game goes. I think there's like few off chance things that could happen that could maybe slide them in there, but it's just highly, highly unlikely. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see. A lot of good fun games coming up this weekend. So everyone's check that out. Yeah, watch it. These will be good. Okay. Now we're going to move on to... NFL, the National Football League. (laughs) To start, I just wanted to lightly cover the Patriots and the Giants. I think there's a lot of inconsistent teams this year, but like those are the two top ones all I can think of. I mean, maybe they still suck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. And the crazy thing about these games this weekend, like, I don't know. I feel like when I was watching them all, I was like, this is kind of boring. Like every game is a runaway, right? Because we had so many games. Where yeah, I know we're back to we're to that point where it's like nobody has a buy anymore and there's so much going on. Yeah. Well, and it's also just like with the Patriots coming off of that 45-0 win and the Giants coming off a big win for them to just like, which I mean, the Cardinals beating the Giants isn't really that shocking. Wasn't that shocking to me. It was just like based on what they had been doing, I thought it would be a better game. The Patriots, again, I think I said last week, they have been so up and down this year. Like I've never really like bought into them and thought, oh, you know, here they are. They're back. Definitely not now. But to come off the win that they did to go right back down and now even during the game, Cam Newton ended up being benched, replaced. Like that's crazy. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I don't think. Literally all my notes, all I have in my notes is Cam question mark because that's how I've always felt about him. That's what's in Bill Belichick's notebook too. But he still keeps saying like Cam's our quarterback, Cam's our quarterback. I appreciate that from a coach, right? Like, because he already knows like the media is getting in Cam Newton's head and everything else is getting in his head. It's just is what it is. It's part of the game. So for him to answer the question of like, whether it's bullshit or not, he's like, you're going to ask me the question who I'm going to play next week. I'm telling you, Cam Newton's our fucking quarterback. Like, I love that. I appreciate that. But one of the most interesting things to me that goes through my mind every fucking week is before this 2020-2021 season started, the whole thing was like Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady, which team would do better because both of them have obviously succeeded together. So it's like, well, which one was the one truly succeeding? So I'm kind of elated a tiny bit inside that they're both inconsistent as fuck this year. I just always thought that was interesting at the beginning of the season because I was curious too, like which one is going to do it or which one is it? And then to see both of them kind of struggling. And I know it's not like one or the other, like going into this, I was like, it's not one or the other. Like it's a completely different fucking team, like on both sides of it. Right. So it's like this year is not the deciding year of, is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? The 
difference is Tom Brady's at the fucking end of his fucking stint and Bill Belichick could coach into his 80s if he fucking wants to. I mean, so, I think they would let him as long as he's continuing to do something decent, which you've got to give right. him some rebuilding year. Like, you've got to give him some time. That's what I was just going to say. Mean, he, a lot, of, you, yeah, you have a lot to. of people are chalking it up to that for sure. No, uh, I need you. One interesting thing that I heard, I don't want to say conspiracy theory because that was like the theme of our podcast last week and we said it like a billion times. But there's rumblings of a conspiracy theory that people are thinking that possibly, obviously we have a couple weeks left, you know, to see what happens and where we're all at with, you know, records and stuff. But there are people who are predicting that depending on how these next few weeks go, when the Jets play the Patriots in week 17, that the Patriots will possibly purposefully lose. So they keep Trevor Lawrence out of the AFC East. <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, you know, I love a conspiracy theory. So <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that yet, but always going to side with the in sports conspiracy theories. I'm going to side with the side of like athletes and competitiveness and say, no way, nobody's going to purposefully lose a game because yeah. that's just not in them. I'm always going to side that way. I'm also always going to entertain a conspiracy because I love <laughs> it. So I hate it because it's all about Trevor Lawrence and he has no say in it. Right. So it sucks for like an entire team, like the Patriots to be like, fuck you, we're going to purposely lose. So you don't like... <laughs> He doesn't go over there and it's like yeah. that sucks like no that's for sucks. sure no we'll see what happens i think this one's a little far-fetched i think i, bill, I want to believe that bill belichick has a lot more respect for the game than that to do something like that i also think that trying to pull something like that just to prevent i mean a lot of things would have to fall into place for this to even work i mean just because they get trevor lawrence in uh, you know on the jets or in their same division doesn't mean that it will impact them winning or losing their you know division or in a few years to come and they could just as easily lose to you know another team like the bills are obviously in their same division like you got a big fucking problem there with josh allen like i don't think he's fucking going anywhere so trevor lawrence is not really your worst problem right now but i guess maybe that's where the mindset could be is that you get a josh you already have a josh allen in there you get a trevor lawrence in there really fun yeah moving on uh moving on cowboys are back <laughs> God, back, baby. I mean, the <laughs> Bengals. We beat the Bengals. We beat <laughs> the Bengals. To be proud about. quarterback. <laughs> oh God! Oh, yeah, exactly. We're back. We are going to the playoffs, JK. Cowboys, Bengals. I don't even know where to start. I know. I I honestly didn't. I didn't put a lot on here just because. Yeah, me either. Same boat. Well, honestly, there wasn't a whole lot to really, not a lot of crazy things happened. I mean, Andy Dalton had a great game. Demarcus Lawrence had a fantastic game. And fucking task. The right. only notable thing I really had like outside of the game itself was the whole, um, what are our feelings on <laughs> Andy Dalton and his wife's hand signal situation? Listen, I'll give you my whole situation. I have so many thoughts on this. So baseline, I fucking love it. Honestly, I think good for them overall, right? That's my thought. Immediately I was watching. I was like, no, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. Like, I don't want to hate on it, but I'm also just like, is that really necessary? (laughs) Well, but so here's my thought process, right? Because we have no idea what they're- No, we don't. Find that. I don't know. Like they obviously have little inside things and I would be fucking lying if I said, if that was my husband out there that just fucking threw a touchdown and then he fucking threw that sign up to me because he knew I was doing the same thing, I would be fucking lying if I said I didn't think that was cool. So 
I just think he has enough. So it's, a little, it's a little too, uh, it's too much. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I don't want to hate on it. Like, I think that's great that maybe y'all are like that in love that, you know, that's something that y'all feel needs to. This is going to be an unpopular opinion. It's right? going to be a very unpopular opinion, but we're go- we're, we're yeah, being yeah. honest. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. So like with, with all what being said, what I said, obviously my original thought was eek, a beak. That makes me feel very awkward because I am not that way. It's like PDA, right? Like I'm not going to hold your yeah. hand or like kiss you or whatever in public. No. <laughs> I just felt like he has enough going on in the yeah. game that he needs to focus on. I just don't know that I would want, let's, let's say I was like married to a professional quarterback. Let's just, your let's pick. just take your pick. I, oh God, we're going to be here all fucking day. Josh Allen for you right now. Currently. Do you think that is? Oh, he's one of the best guys. I think it's Dak. Oh no. I just meant if you were married to one. Yeah. Like, oh wait. yeah. Fucking marry Dak. I'm <laughs> I thought you were asking me if I had to. No, I, just, I was thinking starting quarterbacks. Like, okay, well, yeah, I should probably pick one that's actually playing, but I thought you were asking me like who I would pick out of all the current starting no. quarterbacks who I would oh. marry. I'm like, this is going to take a while. Like, but love you, Dak. Like, here, what's up? <laughs> I think wow. he's like a model girlfriend, so he's busy. But no, I'm just saying, like, if I was in a relationship or married to a professional NFL starting quarterback, and he, for whatever reason, would even suggest, hey, why don't I throw a sign up to you after scoring? Saying, I would never suggest that we do that, but it, like, he would have to be the one to suggest it, which would likely never happen. But if he were to even suggest <laughs> it or entertain it, I would be like, hey, why? Why don't we just not like I think you have enough to focus on mainly because I don't want it to become a headline right because let's say like a crazy touchdown happens and I forget to like throw a hand signal up to you then all of a sudden the next day in the headlines we're getting divorced let's just not like I love you enough to know that I know you love me and I don't need you to tell me that you love me after every fucking touchdown like I just don't yeah, I get it. I I hear what you're saying, but watching like the video cameras trying to zoom in on her, like every time she saw the camera zoom in on her, she was like, no, get me out of there. Like yeah. she's not about the press. She's not about the, I want everybody to see me saying. Yeah. And I will agree with that. She like definitely yeah. had mentioned like she doesn't want to be on camera, but then this yeah. was on camera. So now this is what happens. People who have a podcast are going to fucking judge it and talk sure. about it. And no, for sure. talk- My point is it's their weird little thing. Yeah. I can't judge them for doing it, I just am saying like the fact that it's being in the press is also not their fault. Yeah. So agree. Yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those things. If you're going to be a no. quarterback, you've got to know these things are going to be in the headlines. People are going to talk about it. I think it's cool in the sense that like, that's awesome that y'all have that solid relationship. And this is something y'all want to do to like recognize that y'all support each other. I don't want to hate on it. I just think personally for me, I wouldn't really care for it. Leave it up to us to be like, we're going to briefly talk about the Cowboys and then go on a 45-minute rant about Andy Dalton and the hand signals he gives his wife. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Um. (laughs) Four hours later. I mean, yeah, I don't know what the the rest of the season holds for us. Like, probably not much. Um, Let's move on. (laughs) Moving on. Move it along. Texans Bears. JJ Watt's pissed. JJ Watt is pissed. He said it was embarrassing. Texans Bears. Yeah, JJ Watt's pissed. I don't really want to talk a lot about this game. Just was like the Bears have been a large conversation for us in the past. They killed it. Mitch did really well. The Bears won 36 7. Uh, yeah, I'm giggling only at one thing and one thing only Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I know. But only because David Montgomery, Montgomery, <clears throat> their running back with and without 
Some people call him Bitch Trubisky. I have um, not heard that one. I mean, that's very, well, it seems very obvious, but I haven't heard that. My friends, or maybe I just made it up and I'm going to blame it on my friends, <laughs> which you all know who he is. <laughs> uh, um, hey, Ryan. Hey. So, so I just want to give a quick stat. And that was the only thing because that was my one question for you today was David Montgomery with Mitch Trubisky has 76 carries, 442 yards, and four touchdowns. With Nick Foles, he is 94 carries, which is more, but only 318 yards and zero touchdowns. So some Bears fans wonder what would it be like if Mitch Trubisky was not benched. Yeah. So it's funny because we already had that refer to episode two or three or whatever, but I don't recall which one it was. <laughs> I will stand where I stand with that, but that's an obvious. Yeah. Like, they, they have a connection, so I get it. It's I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's easy to go back and be like, well, what if we didn't do this? I mean, I definitely had my opinion too where I thought they made the switch too soon. I get Mitch had a, a lot of things historically in the past few years with the Bears, but I just thought for this season and the way he started out, I didn't really get why they benched him when they did. After everything that's gone down, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. That seemed a little premature to me. I still kind of stand by that. But I do think in opposition, maybe that was just this reset and this refocus that Mitch needed. Because I've been saying the past few games, like, I feel like he's kind of come back. And although there have obviously been things that he can't control that they haven't necessarily won, but I thought their offense looked like they were doing well, like things were happening much more than when they had Nick Foles. So I think this only adds to that, that, you know, that could be for real that like maybe he just needed a good like reset and refocus. And now like he's playing well, but only time will tell. Like we can't decide that off like a couple of games. Yeah, no, he would, he would love to hear that you said that. Um, I will hey, say the Mitch. defense, <laughs> hey, Mitch. I do think the Bears defense MF and killed it and got me like 18 points on fantasy, which didn't matter because I'm on to buy but <laughs> um moving on <laughs> and yeah like the bears play the vikings this weekend so yeah it's gonna be that will be a big game and game the vikings but we'll get to that later <laughs> yeah well i just mean it'll be a big game that will kind of decide at least for now like who would be in the playoffs for um that division so right It'll be interesting. And if they beat the Vikings, I mean, who knows what could happen there for the Bears? Like they could still make the playoffs. For sure. Stay tuned for that. Moving <laughs> along. Saints, uh -oh. Eagles. I have a sad face next to the Saints on my notes. Uh, yeah. I mean, Eagles won 24-21 and I don't like that. But what are you pumped about? The fact that Carson Wentz was benched and Jalen Hurts killed it and I was right. Uh, well, the world yeah. makes sense again. Yes, that's exactly what I was looking for. And I mean, I don't think that's like groundbreaking information. I think there's a lot of people who felt that way, but it's just crazy to watch how well Jalen Hurts played. I bet like Eagles fans are like so pissed. It's yeah. I don't know how any no. Eagles fan couldn't have wanted the, the change and aren't. I mean, I'm sure there's an excitement that like, hey, like this is looking good. We finally have something to look forward to. We have right. some life back in our team. But at the same time, how are you not just like fuming on the inside that this didn't fucking happen sooner? It was such a long time coming. Yeah. And then all that money spent on wins. Well, I mean, you can maybe justify that a little bit based on his 2018 season. I mean, I know he didn't get to like play and win 
out, like finish the season and win the Super Bowl for them. Like Nick Foles obviously did that, but I still don't understand that whole transaction and we will not get into that. But I can maybe see the justification of like, he did have a good season that year. He brought them a long way, took them a long way. Like they wouldn't have gotten to the Super Bowl without him. And I think they just were like, this is our guy. So whatever, those mistakes happen. I don't necessarily think I would have done it, but that's a whole nother story. I'm sure there are a lot of people who would. For sure. Anything happens, right? Like we don't know. But to keep hanging on to it the way they did this season is just uh, insane. Kind of is like, I wonder what, again, opposite of Chicago Bears, right? Like I'm curious to see if they would have made this decision earlier, what would their season have looked like? Yeah, no, very good point. And again, hindsight's 2020, but I feel like this went a little longer than it should have. I agree. Totally agree. Um, I'm sad for the Saints because... What the fuck? I can't believe, I just, I can't believe it. Oh, listen, I, I feel like I said this a while back. I just like Taysom Hill is doing a great job, but like Drew Brees, I don't know how I can make my obsession for him bigger, but like he needs to be back. Like, and I I understand like this may be his last season, like him getting hurt. I could see his ass coming back because he's freak. He's one of those freak NFL. Oh yeah. I definitely think he'll try to come back. Yeah. I don't think he'll let this be his last season, but we'll see. Like he's also a family guy. So who knows? But I'm like, he needs to be back. Like he's a true leader and there are different players. Like, I don't know the staff on and Kamara had a great game I was thinking about that during the game I was thinking yeah. of you I mean yeah because I was on a bye week and I'm like of course he goes off yeah. on <laughs> but that's fine because he needs to understand that he can still do that shit without Drew Brees right so this week I need him to do it again motherfucker I'm sad for their nine game winning streak to end and I don't know why I even root for the Saints because I feel like Saints fans hate the Cowboys but that is what it is I wasn't necessarily rooting for the Saints but I definitely would have thought they would be the winner of this game. Yeah. Saints defense was fucking killing it. And they had a streak that ended as well as their winning streak. And that hurts. In a pun with Jalen Hurts, because he's one of the ones that broke the streak. So now I'm going to have to say it. They had a 55 game streak of not allowing a 100 yard rusher. And in this game, they had two. That is crazy. Crazy. Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders. They both had over 100 rushing yards apiece. And after 50, which is the longest streak in the NFL, by the way. Crazy for the Eagles, crazy for the Saints. The only thing that we didn't mention that I had randomly written down was that the Saints kicker missed a 22-yard field goal. That sucks. Like, that's shorter than an extra point kick. So that's that's a bad time. But not to go back, but all you Sarah Fuller haters, like, field goals are hard. So, like, fuck you. We got to move on. Bill Steelers. Oof. My Bills. Yes. Still killing it. All I was thinking the whole time. Bills um, are killing it. They are Bill killing, not kill Billin. Yeah, they are. They are doing well. I mean, they're obvious, like, big contenders. I mean, I think for most of the season, or at least, like, midway to, like, a couple weeks ago, a lot of people were, like, talking, you know, Chiefs, Steelers, like, kind of being, like, the top teams. And I think the Bills have kind of been, like, a five or a four in that area. But I think they're kind of moving on up everyone's radar. They have to. They have to be. Yeah. Which, I mean, we knew this was going to be a good game. I I really was like I think I was just like not aware of how many injuries the Steelers like really have because I really thought this was going to be like a better game and I honestly thought the Steelers I first I thought that the over would for sure hit on this and I also thought the Steelers would probably win I was wrong on both yeah well and they've also you mentioned the injuries already but they've also at that point in time played three games in 12 days yeah like there's a reason NFL plays once a week right no and you're right 
I mean, totally. I'm not taking anything away from the Bills because yeah. they're fucking killing it right now. Like, you can't take away from Stefan Diggs yeah. and freaking Josh Allen in that game. You can't fucking do it. No, and they're doing amazing. And honestly, <laughs> a lot of people, I mean, the Steelers might want to go ahead and blame themselves for this loss because of that Smith Schuster who... Juju? Juju. He is the one that decided to make a TikTok video on the Bills midfield logo right before the game. And the Bills were pissed about this. Josh Allen even references it in his like pre-game pump up yell with the team. What do you call that? I just called it something so lame. (laughs) No, it's fine. It's pre-game chat. It's anything you want. Okay, well, I called it a pre-game pump up. So like, I don't know what that is, but yeah. So that guy fucked up. I love Juju Smith-Schuster, but... Well, he fucked up. You're right, because I hate that shit. Yeah, it's disrespectful as fuck. You deserve to get laid the fuck out. You just don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. That's such karma. You're asking for karma. Don't throw the shoe. Don't throw the shoe. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Oh, God. Oh my yeah. God, it's a shit show. No, it, at this point, obviously, I'm like, I do like him. I think he's a good guy, but that was a poor, that was a poor mistake. Yeah. And yes, if I could blame karma, I would blame that. But like, in all seriousness, the Bills are killing it right now. Yeah. You've said this whole season, like the Steelers need to lose. Like they're on a thing, blah, blah, blah. And they have now lost two games in a row, but yeah. they've played three games in 12 days. They literally, they lost three offensive linemen in, yeah. on Sunday, which I think were their like three original O-linemen left. So they do not have any alignment to even like throw into the hat. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And again, everybody's dealing with this shit right now this year, like some teams more or less than others, but it is happening to them. Right. So the fact they've gotten this far into the season. They're only, they're, what are they? 11 and two. Yeah. Now? Yeah. Which a lot of people are fucking jumping ship. I'm like, your team's oh. 11 and two. Calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. And also TJ Watt did not get a sack in this game. And I'm like, okay, that's a stat. I'm like, I wish I was TJ motherfucking Watt. Yeah. God, good God. Let him have a fucking like self-care day. Jesus. Yeah. In, thir- in 13 games, he, yeah. he finally didn't get a sack. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm with you hundred yeah. percent. That's in saying that anybody would get the yeah exactly it's crazy next is ravens browns this was the monday night football game what a game Uh, this is gonna be like a four hour recording because i forgot we still have to talk about lamar possibly pooping his pants uh no we were i was only that's like my only note it literally says lamar pooper cramp on my page well yeah i mean pooping but before we get into the poop thing the only other thing that i had which we'll just get out of the way is the whole like wild finish of the game which was you know the crazy backdoor cover well actually not a backdoor cover because i think the browns were the underdog so scratch that but be upset for a lot of gamblers who had the browns plus three because they tried to also do some last lateral pass shit last play of the game ultimately ended up getting a safety taking the Ravens up 47 against the Browns 42 which fucked anyone who had Browns plus three all Ravens minus three gamblers were very very excited at that play anyway we're gonna move on and talk about Lamar shit in his pants yeah what do you got um, no so <laughs> I thought it was really hilarious because you know obviously the internet always wins uh yes meme gods they started posting all this shit like lamar jackson finally it was like like i I didn't i didn't pull paul pierce (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, I saw that one. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah, no. So he was like, which I loved his interaction with everyone. Cause he's like, I, which that would be how I would be right. Like, cause normally it's like, I don't care if I'm going to take a shit. I'll just fucking tell you, like, I right. don't care. But in that moment I wasn't taking a shit. So I'm also going to let you know, I wasn't doing that. So get off me. So I love that. He's like coming to his own defense so hard in this situation. <laughs> so it was a picture of like this little boy peeking under a toilet stall. So the the meme was John Harbaugh <laughs> to Lamar Jackson. Hey, are you coming back, man? We need some help. <laughs> and he was like, I wasn't taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I had a cramp. Damn. So yeah, I just don't understand. Like it sucks. I don't know what he was doing, but he definitely did not have a cramp. Since when do they like run themselves in the like, I have poop in my pants run position back to the dressing room to take care of a fucking cramp? Never. It's like do better with your, with your lies, do better with your excuse. Like, I don't like people like, let's be realistic. Like, let's make something up that's believable. Or just say, yeah, I was taking a shit. And then maybe exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Do you think that you would like admit it? So I seriously think I would, because that to me, I I don't know. I just have such an issue with, if there's a rumor going around about me, that's true. I just like leave it alone. And I'm like, that's that's fucking true. (laughs) I did that. But if it's not, there is something inside me, no matter how small it is that I just, I can't let it live. I'm like that. Yeah. I would tell you if this was true, this is not true. Right. So I'm putting myself in Lamar Jackson's body being like, he wasn't taking a shit. Like he's so serious about this. Like he's fighting this so hard. Like, right. Dude, like dudes literally, they do not care about taking shit. Guys do not care. And also, this is such the weird thing, and I hate to go on this tangent, but like guys and shitting is like oh, second. Uh, yeah. I gotta go. I got. That's why they have a shit walk and a number two walk. Anyway, it's just funny to me that I'm like I yeah. feel so much for Lamar Jackson right now because he's like that's why that's where my head's at. I'm like he wasn't taking a shit. I think there's two. Like I definitely don't think he had a cramp. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that we have evidentiary support to say that he actually shit his pants. Other than the run he was doing, I think maybe best case scenario he just had to take a shit. But I don't understand why he wouldn't just like come out and say it. I do think like that just follows you right like if you're the guy that like shit his pants in the middle of the nfl game like you're never gonna you're never gonna like overcome that like you're always gonna be like that guy that shit his pants no matter what you do there is that pressure no but i want but like for me right now it's like i don't know if it's that people don't want to believe anything else and they're just convinced that he did shit himself or like had to take a shit but there's a part of me that feels like this would be easier for him if he would just come out and be like yeah i had to take a shit I get that, but that's where my mind is saying he didn't fucking do it then or else he yeah. would just admit it because he's a dude. Well, what was he like, doing then? Who gives a shit? Nobody well, cares. Everyone. <laughs> Nobody cares. They don't want to know what he's doing. They're saying he took a shit. So all he's saying- I want to know I what he was doing because I will I will stand unconvinced. Why? Because I feel like it's obvious that he had to take a shit. Like what else could he have been doing? No- that he couldn't come out and be like, I was doing cramp. He could have been back there eating a bunch of bananas. We don't fucking know. But yeah. nobody goes back to the locker room, at least not running themselves. Like, where was his cramp in his fucking pinky? I'm just like, like okay, well, where was his shit? Three, two hours I'm before. I'm not saying he shit his pants. I think that's what it is. I think, obviously, if he did shit his pants, I don't know that we would see it. Like, they have really, like, tight pants on with pads, no, I know he didn't that. shit his 
hands. I'm saying if he had to shit that badly at that point in the game, where was it an hour before? If he had to shit that badly, he had to shit that badly fucking 30 minutes. Oh, I don't believe that. That can just come out of nowhere. I fucking disagree 100%. We're women. I think that is different. I think a man, I think if we had a man. Is he allergic to gluten? We don't know. Did he have some fucking drink he should have? Maybe had? he ate like, some dairy and he's lactose intolerant. I'm saying, like, I think we don't he, know he, his health. Well, but that's my point. So why are people assuming he was shitting? But I do think that they like, may have assumed that they were going to be fine and they were going to win the game. Even but I mean, were- you could have like you could have a stomach bug that comes up out of nowhere at that point in time. It would have been happening. Yes, I would have been playing. He wouldn't have been playing if he. How do you know that it wouldn't have come up in that moment? I have to take a don't, but I know it would have come up before that during the game. No, you don't. (laughs) It was like what quarter was it? Like the third, I think. Exactly. He played two quarters and a half time. Like I mean, people shit their like people. Have you ever had food poisoning? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that shit's relentless, right? Yeah, but I don't get to choose the moment that it attacks me. You're right, but it never stops attacking you. Is my point? You yeah, but who's saying that it started before that moment? I, you are. No, I'm saying that could have been the moment that it all of a sudden came upon him and was like. Something at halftime that fucked his stomach up because food that poisoning stuff takes like, like that. the usually food poisoning is the meal that you ate like six hours prior, right? So, like, Fair. he could have eaten a meal six hours prior, he could have caught in a stomach bug. Like, there's so many things. Like, people, like, I'm not implying that he definitely shit his pants, I just think he if anything, had to go take a shit. And people actually shit their pants. So yes, I do defend no, I that shit can come out of nowhere and you can't control it. Like I've never personally shit my pants, but people <laughs> do that. Like it happens. And I have known people that have shit their pants. Right. No. I, I think, I would think I would argue that like, it's more likely to happen to a man versus a woman. So maybe like, we just don't know like the extent of how bad that could be. But like, I think we're just going to agree to disagree on this. Like, I don't Yeah, I guess so. And we're on like a 10-minute tangent on shitting your pants. Yeah. Hello Wait. to all of our listeners. You're welcome. I throw it out there. I don't think he took a shit. Maybe he took a shit, but I don't think that's why he left the game. I would just like to know what he possibly could have been doing otherwise. I'm, I don't know what it was, but I can't rationally think of a better thing that he could be doing. And he obviously couldn't either if he's going to say it was a cramp. Well, I don't think that there should be air quotes around that because like athletes <laughs> get cramps all the time. Yeah, but they don't run themselves to the locker room when they do. They're usually laying on the fucking- Somebody throws them in their helmet, just fucking go in there and all like so-and-so is in there. We'll check you out. Yeah, but those people are usually on the sidelines where he already was. But I'm saying they're in his helmet. So they're like, don't come back here. Just go in there if you're, if you're not feeling it. No, those people are usually on the sidelines. They have that blue fucking flip over tent that they yeah, use. get it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll move on because we're not going okay. to disagree on this. We're not going to get on the same page about that. Clearly. Okay. We are going to revisit it once we figure it out. Once either Lamar Jackson comes and admits that he was needing to take a shit or not. We will circle back to this. <laughs> yeah. We will keep you updated on this very important headline. Yes. You're welcome. Okay. Well, that is it for NFL now that we are. Well, no. Oh. Yeah. I know that's, this really sucks. But like, because I've been talking so much shit about Baker Mayfield, I was like, oh. can he put back-to-back games together? And while I wasn't like incredibly impressed, he did put two back-to-back games together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they played well. Obviously, yeah. they 
did it win, but they very well could have won. And yeah. I do think the Browns are playing very well. I think that there's a lot more to be seen from them in the future. I was very impressed with the Ravens, though. Like, they've kind of been off. Definitely. So to see them come out and play this well, especially against the Browns, that was impressive for them. I totally agree. The only two things I brought back from this is I ha- always have to talk about Jarvis Landry because he's on my team, but also because he's underrated. He is underrated. He's, this dude, he's never missed a game. In Ever? His- he's like wit. And they have like perfect attendance records. Well, that's what I was saying. I mean, he's obviously not as old as Witten um, in the NFL yet, but he's one of those athletes that's just like whatever. So in week five of this year, he broke a rib, which just one, not 11, like a true <laughs> situation, but... He broke a rib against the Colts and literally the next game he was like suited up and he played. So he's never Mm -hmm. missed a game, which I just think is like, well done. He deserves more recognition. And then also Baker Mayfield. I already think he's hilarious because of his commercials, but like his freaking post-game interviews are hilarious and he drops lines pre-game and post-game, right? So y'all already may know this, but it's a thing in their quarterback ring in the Browns that if he, if Baker Mayfield does not drop some sort of quote during his interviews, he gets fined. What? Yes. So uh, that's wild. Yes. So it's just between the quarterbacks. Like, and in my mind, I picture it as like the Browns organization finds them quarterbacks. Like they're just like, they find each other. And it's like a thing that not each other. I think it's just a Baker thing. So they told him, oh. and this, I, yeah, this is what's making me love him even more as a person. Obviously he's done well in the last two games, but like he's still been inconsistent this year as the season. But mm-hmm. I said last week, despite all that, I think he's fucking hilarious. And this just proves it even more. And it's basically, they're asking him a question. And he kept dropping these lines, like random fucking quotes from like, like, like rappers or like then famous politicians, just like random famous quotes that completely fit into the conversation. And then one person asks him like, why are you saying that? Blah, blah, blah. And then finally he goes, we just, we have a thing going within the quarterbacks here that if I don't lay a quote down in an interview, I have to pay a certain amount of money. That's so random. It's so random. But to me, I'm like, it makes Baker Mayfield even more funny to me. No, I love it. I love it. I understand how funny he is. Like the the rest of the guys, the way I took this was the rest of the guys are like, dude, you're fucking hilarious. Like you need to say that shit when people are asking you questions. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's like, you know, it's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, if you don't fucking drop at least one quote, then you have to pay $15,000 or whatever it is. Jesus Lord. That, I mean, I love Love it. I love shit like that. I think that's hilarious. I, I love too. when like groups of friends like yeah. with people and like do shit like that. So I think that's awesome. But no, I did not know that. That is hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, that was it. That's all I had. Crazy. All right. Lamar Jackson's back. Whether he's taking a shit or not, the dude's back. Well, I mean, it couldn't have been more poetic justice that they were playing the Browns. Like, let's just be honest. There's you can't yeah. write that. You cannot yeah. make that shit up. You can't make that shit up. That's hilarious. Second, the fact that he took that shit or quote unquote shit. <laughs> And then comes back and like continues to play an amazing game. We need to touch on the note that some people have talked shit about his running game versus his passing game. And I think in that game, he proved that he's capable of doing both. And maybe he can leave and take a shit and come back and then also throw a touchdown pass. So full circle, just own up to the shit. Yeah, I don't know. Or at least tell us what you were actually doing. But anyway, we covered that enough. Yeah. Moving on from the NFL mansplaining minute. Going to make this one brief because (laughs) we have a lot 
going on this podcast. Talked about taking a shit for the last 45 minutes. So correct. Um, Real simple. We're going to talk about futures and what that means and what that is. It's very simple, kind of similar to like the over under bit. It is basically what it says. A future is a bet that you're placing for a event that is going to happen sometime in the future and likely the distant future. So something that's not same day or same week. Typically the example is the Super Bowl. You place a bet before the season starts or even at the beginning of the season and you're like, I'm going to place money on this team to win the Super Bowl. The reason people like to play with that is because when the season first starts, they don't really know obviously who are favored teams, who's doing well, who's not doing well. So you can find teams that have very, very favored odds that are in your favor to pay out well and you can place the bet and you can maybe get lucky kind of like a prop bet like I've talked about the odds of you winning are small but you can earn a lot of cash if you hit it so you know I've definitely seen some parlays of futures and very little buy-in and like ridiculous payouts when they parlay multiple like championships together or things like that the three examples of future bets that I will give it typically involves betting on a team or person to win some sort of championship betting on a record so like the wins and losses of the team or betting on someone receiving a specific type of award so that's really a brief explanation on futures like i said i think it's very simple and self-explanatory that's our mansplaining minute for this week anywho moving on nfl outlook for week 15 just want to note as of right now the chiefs steelers packers and saints have clinched playoff spots the jets jaguars Bengals, falcons chargers and texans are now eliminated and are no longer in contention so we'll kind of keep that in mind and we will move through the games first up is the thursday night game which is chargers raiders and the line is three This one is extremely tough. And I honestly, looking at it now, did not pick it. I think I missed it. I'm picking the Chargers, but I'm going to be shocked neither way. I know. I I actually was going to go Chargers too, just because the Raiders, the way they've been playing, and the Chargers aren't terrible. And I like the plus three there. So I'm going to go Chargers as well. The next two games are actually being played on Saturday. I love a Saturday game. I used to remember like the Cowboys would have a random Saturday game at the very end of December. It was always like the Saturday of Christmas. Christmas. I loved it. And I wish that would still like randomly happen. I don't know really why this is happening, but I'm into it. Uh, I think it's COVID. (laughs) Probably. I didn't. I just mean like I didn't research it. Bills Broncos, the line is six. I pick Bills. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you know where I'm going with this one. The Broncos plus six is kind of nerve-wracking, but I think the Bills got it. So that was not a tough one for me. Panthers, Packers, also on Saturday, the line is eight and a half. I'm voting with my heart on this one, and I'm going with the Panthers. I actually picked the Panthers here, like them at a plus eight and a half. It's tough, but I actually did go with the Panthers here. I'm worried about that one, but I went the same. 49ers, Cowboys. It's a line. It's three three now. Yeah, it is. Um, This one's tough. It's a crapshoot, but I'm always going to go with the Cowboys. I definitely picked the Cowboys. I'm not sure about this one. And honestly, if we are not sure and we feel like there's a clear winner on some of these games, then we should really just bet the money line. Unless it's a Jets game, because then it's like, oh, you bet $100 to win 20 cents. Like, it's stupid. 
it's pointless definitely definitely. Uh, but that's definitely something we should bring into the conversation as we are going on this sports betting journey and helping others seahawks washington the line is five and a half (laughs) this should be a real internal struggle for you it's very much a struggle because you know i love my seahawks but i'm kind of going for with washington on that washington's defense is way too good and that's been the seahawks downfall when people are able to shut russell wilson down they shut the seahawks down so i'm going washington here i think i don't know i mean maybe i'll put my foot in my mouth on that one but i think that's That's our pick yeah bears vikings the line is three we already talked about this is going to be a big game it's going to decide who's second in nfc north i feel like we're always like this one's hard this one's tough yeah because every time like i would if i'm picking just who's going to win the game i pick the vikings but the spread is still three and a half so the bears have been doing their thing and now if they're figuring out their quarterback situation then fuck me but exactly that's exactly where my head's at i do think the bears could win but they've got to play well which is the problem They've been so up and down. It's so hard. I picked the Bears, but this was a difficult one. And I can't even pick a winner here because I think it's just as hard. Like, I don't know who's going to win the game. I don't know who's going to cover the spread, but I'm going with the Bears in hopes that Mitch keeps it up because I have seen just a spark of good things on offense. And if he continues to do well, I think they will continue to do well. So I'm rolling with the Bears. I'll go back on that. Okay. Next, Patriots, Dolphins. The line is two, which I know it's probably hard to put any number on the Patriots at this point because of how crazy they have been. But this line to me, Dolphins, honestly, like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like this line to me is a joke. Like I think the Dolphins by a million here. Picking the Dolphins too. Like this one was not hard for me. Um, Hopefully I didn't just jinx them. Knock on wood. Next Jaguars, Ravens, the line is 13. It's stupid. Yeah. Ravens, because it's so hard to go for the fucking... Yeah, I'm honestly, like, when these big spreads happen, it's hard to not go with the underdog, like, giving someone 13 points, but I actually went with the Ravens here, too, so... Okay, cool. I think we're on the same page there. Bucks, Falcons. I'm going Falcons. I went Bucks. Okay, I get it. Yeah, we'll see. Should be a good game. Lions, Titans, ten and a half. And Bears, oh my. (laughs) This is gross. Yeah, I know. Because, again, overall, I would pick Titans. But the Lions aren't anything to scoff at. No, they're not bad. I went Titans. It was very tough. Yeah, I'm very much on the line. So I'll just lean Titans with you. Okay. Texans, Colts, seven. Shit. I want to immediately go Colts, but... Like the Texans are so pissed. Yeah. I went Colts, but I get where you're coming from. JJ Watt being pissed off. I don't know what that's going to look like on the field. And where are they playing? I don't, I didn't look at it. It is, it is at Indianapolis. All right. I'll stick with Colts. Eagles, Cardinals, the line is six. I went with the Cardinals. Fuck the Eagles. I would have too. Same. (laughs) That might be a bad pick, but it's the pick that I'm taking. Jets, Rams, the line is 17 and a half. That sucks because I, I really want to go with Jets on this. I, I pick Jets. Okay. Fred, I just... I think they can cover 17 and a half. Thank you. I mean, I fucking hope they can. Chief Saints, the line is three. You know where I'm going, but it's still... Yeah, really- I thought this line was crazy. Chiefs, 1,000%. Browns, Giants, the line is five. Browns. Browns. Steelers, Bengals... 11 and a half. I'm going Steelers, definitely. I also went Steelers. Yeah. Bam, bam. Bam! 
All right. Well, 16 hours later, 497 hours that I will be editing this podcast for your ears to enjoy. We hope you made it all the way through because we spared you in the beginning of this podcast and we saved it till now. Please go find us on Apple Podcasts. Great. Five star, subscribe, review. All the things. Make sure we've gotten more ratings, which is great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Please also head on down a little bit further and type up a small review and make sure you hit the five star. Do that as well, please. Thank you so much for all the continued support. You know, our numbers are continue to increase. So we're going to continue doing this. We hope you like it. We appreciate any feedback. Yes, please at Women Can't Parlay on Twitter and or Instagram. DM us, at us. We would love to hear what you have to say about what we're doing and what you would like us to change. All questions, feedback, suggestions, please and thank you. Let us know if you thought Lamar was taking a shit or something else. Yeah. Let us know what you think it may have been. If it wasn't, if it wasn't shitting his pants and or having to take a shit, what could it be? We're very curious. So let us know. Thank you. We appreciate you. And we're peacing the fuck out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.